1: to all things therapy, I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. Greetings to all of you on Facebook Live, watching. Thank you for joining. And those of you audio-based on the various platforms where you can find this podcast, I want to thank you first and foremost as my listener for tuning in to this show and rating it, subscribing to it, and I ask that you would continue to do that. Please go check me out. I actually now have a new nola therapy website same url however i'd love for you to check it out there's a new podcast link there that you're able to click on whatever platform you use ios android spotify stitcher and i'm going to ask you to click on one of those and rate my show and also leave me a review it helps out a lot and i'd be so grateful for that time that you take to do that i just I'm experiencing my first few days back in Los Angeles after a break. I feel so good to be in this energy and the sunshine. I underestimated the traffic, so was running a few minutes late today and um yet yeah, just grateful to be here. I'm going to do a show by myself today. If you don't know who I am, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist. I have offices here in Los Angeles as well as in New Orleans, and I do remote sessions as well with clients all over the world. I've worked with people in Sudan, in Haiti, in Australia, and I do phone, Skype, and FaceTime sessions. I'd love to work with you. Check me out at nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy, and I have streamlined that website to be very user-friendly and concise, and uh, we'd love for you to check that out. So today, what I want to talk to you about, I have been trying to figure out how to use social media in a way that reflects who I am authentically and with joy and pleasure and not just doing things because that's what we're supposed to do, we're supposed to put out a post every day, etc. that started to feel very confining for me and made me just really overwhelmed, stressed out, and unhappy. So I took it to meditation, like I do a lot of things in my life, and just asked within and up, you know, how do I use my Instagram, especially uh, in a way that just feels really good. And as I sat there listening, what came to me was a series titled Spiritual Hacks. And these are tips, their techniques, their practices, books, things that I use in my life every day at different moments on different days to to feel at peace, to create what I'm doing in my life, just exactly how I live my life. Like if you were to just look in and see it all, these spiritual hacks are practices that I utilize. And I began last week when I was in New Orleans doing a video series of, the videos are three to five minutes on my Instagram. You can find them at NOLA therapy, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Actually, right now I'm having some more graphics made so it looks nicer. So I'm gonna take a couple days off from posting this series to get the graphic I want so, uh, so it looks better than me just trying to f- make a, a little thumbnail image myself. But today I wanna take this opportunity to go through these so far I've been shown 19 spiritual hacks. And the first one I did was on Reiki healing. I'm a Reiki practitioner and Reiki healing has been around since the 20s and it was discovered by a female practitioner in Hawaii and it's just, it's a Japanese relaxation technique based upon the laying on of hands onto the participants, the client's body and I utilize crystals. I talked in this video about using rose quartz, I'll set a piece on the client's heart chakra I'll put amethyst under their pillow for clarity. I'll use clear quartz often in their hands that they can hold or laying right next to them. So in that video I talked about the use of crystals, the benefits of Reiki healing for inducing deep relaxation. I play music along with the session and I use a pendulum to read the chakras of my client laying there and the chakras are energy systems as you probably know there's seven main chakras and the pendulum swings for me to the right if the chakra is open swings clockwise and it swings back and forth forward and back if that chakra is closed and I'll use crystals to clear that area until the pendulum is spinning in the clockwise direction really open and my clients love it they experience feeling more relaxed sometime the memory of a deceased loved one will come up for them or, or something they hadn't thought about in a long time and then we'll process that in therapy following I do divided sessions part Reiki part therapy so I really like that methodology of u- utilizing Reiki with my clients so that was spiritual hack number one Reiki healing that got me thinking the next day okay a pendulum how do you even use a pendulum why would you want to and If you, like me, we are faced with so many decisions every day. There are micro, small decisions, and then there are macro, more larger choices, like where am I going to live? Am I going to move? Where might I be going to grad school? Um, How do I spend this bonus I have coming up? You know, more major decisions that have longer-lasting effects. And a pendulum can be a way to just confirm what you're already feeling or not. And so in that second video on Instagram, I used my necklace. You can use any weighted object. And I took out a sheet of paper and I held up the pendulum and I said, show me yes. And mine started rotating in that clockwise direction. And I drew a circle to demarcate yes. And then I asked the pendulum, show me no. And it did that swinging back and forth away and towards me. And I drew a line up and down the page for no. Then I asked the pendulum show me maybe and it started swinging diagonally from the left corner to the right corner of the page and I simply drew a line in that direction and when you first start using your pendulum you might want to take out that paper that has the diagrams on it and ask it I did things I asked my pendulum am I Lisa Tahir and it swung yes then I said am I Bob and it swung no and so you want to kind of attune your pendulum to yourself to your own vibration it's measuring vibration and we're all vibration this table this microphone at the quantum level there are mechanisms to measure the vibration of anything and everything including our thoughts and so that's what the pendulum is picking up on the vibration of our emotion and thought around whatever question we ask it and so i offered that as a spiritual hack number two i use my pendulum pretty often not quite every day but um, almost, just to confirm or deny, if I have a hunch about something, even around emails. If something comes up and, and I want to send an email that might be a bit sensitive, I'll often ask the pendulum, I'll hold it in front of my email. Is this, the, is this the email I send right now? And it'll show me yes or no. And I'll ask, do I need to modify anything as kind of a second layer of confirmation? And it just helps me stay in alignment because our emotions can run us down the road I, I certainly know my can, mine can I'm very emotional I'm very passionate about everything pretty much and so sometime my emotions can start running the show and get in the way of possibly the the clarity that wants to come forth and forward so a pendulum has been a great tool that I use to just confirm that yeah okay yes send that text or no don't or do I send it today and it's a no And then I'll ask the next day, do I send this email or text now? So play with that if you want to. Spiritual hack number three that I spoke about on my Instagram had to do with crystal grids. So crystals, again, carry a higher vibration. They all vibrate differently. Clear quartz versus selenite which has a higher and faster vibration. So you can Google all that. I don't go into depth. Depth, I'm not a crystal expert. I do know about crystal grids. And I use clear quartz. I shared about going on Amazon.com. I ordered a bunch of small pieces of clear crystal quartz, washed them in water, put them under the moon, full moon, new moon to charge them up, and uh, burned sage. Just I like all these symbolic rituals and processes. And, and you might want to develop some of them for yourself that just they demarcate in in this time and space reality that we're living kind of a transition it's like going through a doorway throughout your day i sage myself or palo santo myself i talked about smudging in that video also having to do with crystal grids um i believe it might have been the next one talking about having an altar but these are just techniques and tips to help you in your own mind Segment and 10, the next moment of your day, which is another spiritual hack. I'll talk about segment intention. So crystal grids. I have little clear quartz crystals in every corner of my house. Uh, in my apartment here in L.A., I actually walked around the apartment building and put little pieces of quartz under the building to grid the whole apartment building and and just kind of clear the energy and, and uplift everyone who lives in my building. I have a great spot here in L.A. that I've grown to really, really enjoy living in and so crystal grids outside around your house underneath it inside your house I have them in the corners of my room in the office that I practice in New Orleans and in Los Angeles I have some uh, on it black obsidian you can order that on Amazon it absorbs uh, some of the lower frequencies and vibrations of depression anger anxiety uh, suicide some of those deeper heavier just heavy heavy vibrations that are lower and uh, it helps absorb and kind of clear that from the vibrational balance of, of the room physically. So you might want to try that. Some people wear black ob- black obsidian um, around their neck in jewelry. I have clear quartz crystals in my purse and in the glove compartment of my cars in Los Angeles and New Orleans. So it's just kind of fun. Like whatever you associate with to be positive in your mind it will be positive in your life so check out that video on crystal grids that i have on nola therapy the next day when i meditated and asked okay what's another spiritual hack spiritual hack number four the use of an altar why would you create an altar in your house And an altar is simply a special place for significant objects and memories. You might have photos of deceased loved ones, of siblings, of your partner. You might do an altar with your partner, a couple's altar, where you have some shared objects of significance, some some rose quartz. Um, My altar in New Orleans, I did a video. I started with affirmations. I have some affirmations on my altar. One of them is the greatest gift you can give yourself is unconditional love and that's one that i'm still working on receiving every day just that that knowing of the unconditional love that surrounds and supports us that is supporting us invisibly from underneath from above from in front and behind us from all sides this presence of unconditional love just really being here to support and sustain us and for me my altar represents that i have crystals i have some glass objects that i made i cast from glass these bowls that contain my palo santo and sage for smudging i talked about smudging um being significant to just clear your own energy in between my clients i'll just smudge some sage or palo santo clients really enjoy the smell It, it helps them come in from the street walk into my office and be like oh like this is a different this is a different segment of my day even being the client like okay this is time to kind of turn from the outer world and and turn towards one's inner world and scent can do that there's a lot of smudge sprays that you don't have to burn you can buy now the sprays that you can find on amazon and here mystic journey bookstore in los angeles all kinds of places so use utilize aromatherapy it could be essential oils that you put on your hands and smell just so many ways to to relax yourself and be open to hearing the the soft and gentle messages of your own mind of your own heart of your own spirit that spiritual hack led me To day five, where I spoke about affirmations, the power of affirmations. That's the video on Instagram, the power of affirmations. And I spoke about Louise Hay. You can go to louisehay.com if you don't know her site already. She created Hay House Publishing Company, publishing offices all over the world, one of the leaders of affirmative work, spiritual guidance, mind, body, spirit, literature, and practitioners. Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life, is a book about combining physical ailments and illnesses with uh, kind of what underlies them mentally, and then she gives an affirmation to, to help heal them. Like, she speaks about she had cancer, and that led her to note that cancer had to do with unresolved resentments and and that were never expressed for her towards her mother and the abuse that she experienced, and as she worked to forgive herself and forgive her mother, the cancer completely went away, and she was, it was, went in remission, was healed, never came back. So that's a great book if you have a physical issue, anything from muscle aches to more serious physical and medical conditions. It's worth a try. To treat it absolutely medically, you definitely want to do that, and then to treat it emotionally and spiritually. So I spoke about affirmations, and from that spiritual hack number five i started to give an affirmation with each video uh moving forward affirmations i well i don't have my wallet handy but i walk around with affirmations that i really like in my purse that i really want to implant deeply into my mind into my heart one of them i really love is i affirm my perfect abundance in this moment and just think about that i affirm my perfect abundance in this moment not tomorrow not next week not yesterday not last year when I was in this place in my life feeling really good but right now I affirm my abundance here and now being in this moment is the most important thing and I'll talk about mindfulness down the road and and one of these spiritual hacks they all build upon each other so I started with some of the individual practices and techniques and tips and then I start I'll start putting them together in the Instagram videos moving forward spiritual hack number six was is meditation I'm going to take a pause for a sip of water pardon me meditation the importance of meditation and i shared in this video that many of my clients friends myself included at one time when i bring up the topic of medic medication meditation is a medication (laughs) uh people often say you might have said this to yourself i don't have time i cannot sit still lisa my mind is on in all kinds of directions i mean i can't do it and what i hear in that instead of beating yourself up by saying you're making excuses what I really hear is you don't believe in the power you don't believe this is going to help you and so why would you try it and I said in the video that's actually adaptive why would you try something you don't believe is going to work it would be it would go against our human nature so what I learned in my own life starting to meditate three years ago just being like all right I'm going to give this a try this is researched by universities, by you know, doctors, science, medicine. This is used by spiritual healers. Meditation's been around for thousands of years. Certainly, I can give this a try and see how it feels. And I started with YouTube guided meditations. I really like this group called The Honest Guys. It sounds weird, The Honest Guys on YouTube. They have over three hundred meditations. Really well done. Some are as short as four minutes long. There's a morning uplift. That I like to listen to in the morning, four minutes, and it's like saying all this amazing stuff about you, about just how wonderful you are, how amazing you are, how how we just are going to have a great day by taking this time to set it aside and affirm our well being, and just send that energy throughout our day, whatever comes up that we're going to be able to rise to the occasion and work it out. So I started with these YouTube guided meditations and in Los Angeles was led to meet Benjamin Decker. He's amazing. Go to benjamindecker.com. He put out a book called Meditation for Beginners and he's endorsed by Forbes. He's been called one of the best meditation teachers in the world and his book Meditation for Beginners offers you 10 specific and different ways to meditate for those of you that don't like sitting still he offers a moving meditation there's meditations having to do with eating having to do with drinking having to do with hand symbols mudras um, having to do with focusing on the breath so I really recommend his book if you want to survey some different meditation techniques and and ways to do that to find what works for you I enjoy now I'm actually able to just sit without an audio and and just get quiet and uh, sit comfortably I sit comfortably cross-legged usually one of my kitty cats sits on my lap and just kind of I put my hands up on my knees because I like to receive guidance and if I need some grounding I'll put my hands face down on my knees or on my heart if I really want to focus on breathing in through my heart space and out through my heart space receiving love and sending it out there's so many different ways that you can meditate so I encourage you to check it out. Check out that video that I have on Instagram where I uh, have Ben Decker's work. He's on Instagram at Benjamin J. Decker, I think. It's on, it's on my video. So moving on from there, uh, I was led to talk about spiritual hack number seven. It's a technique called releasing and replacing our negative and fear-based thoughts. And I learned this technique from my mentor and friend, Aura Nadrich. She is a mindfulness meditation teacher featured in every major publication and network. And she has developed this process called the Says Who Method. It's found in her book, Says Who. And Aura talks about identifying thoughts that sabotage us, a negative and fear-based thought. It might be something like... uh I don't feel worthy. Like I'm feeling unworthy. I'm feeling undeserving. And that is a thought I am sure you don't wanna hold on to. I know I don't. I know I don't wanna feel lack or less than or I'm not good enough. So in this process, you you kinda of capture that thought. Huh, I'm not feeling good enough. I'm not feeling worthy to make more money. I'm not feeling worthy to to go to that event. I'm not feeling worthy of this relationship or this person I'm interested in. And you take it and you say, you know what? No, I release my unworthiness. I release not feeling good enough. I release not having, making enough money. I release judging myself. And I replace it with my value, my worth, my lovability. I replace it with ease, with flow, with abundance. I have a sticky note. And on the left, I put on the top, I release. On the right, I put, I replace. And I have, I release all resistance. And I replace it with ease, flow, abundance, love, prosperity, happiness, joy. And for me at that deepest level, releasing resistance is what it's all about. Because we tend to want things, but then feel like we can't have them. Because we don't know how to get them. We don't know how to make that money, have that relationship, get to that destination. And it's okay. Because the path is... Constantly being shown to us in small baby steps, typically. And so if you release the resistance around not knowing how to get there, you can open to the clarity, to the path, to the way, to the ideas, to the inspired action. And so for me, Aura's process has been just really awesome in my life. And I have sticky notes with that stuff on it too. I really believe in in making this practice tangible. It's more than just, you know, reading about it and be like, all right, well, that's an interesting idea. It's really about implementation and taking the time out for yourself to actually do these practices in a formalized way a little bit each day. Obviously, you're not going to be doing all 19 spiritual hacks every day. You wouldn't be doing anything else, but you can do one of them. You can do two of them. A lot of them are thought processes like releasing and replacing, driving, standing in the line, at the CVS, we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts crossing our mind, not all of them are are positive and supportive, and we can just capture one or two of them and be like, no, I'm going to release that, and I'm going to choose instead to believe that things are going to work out for me, that I can align with the solution. I can align because your thoughts are dealing with the level of cause. Our thoughts cause our life experience. So you're really getting to the root of things to, to capture and and release some of these thoughts and replace them with more supportive ones. At first, it does feel like a bit of work, but it gets really easy just the more frequently you do it, just like anything else. It's like going to the gym. You've heard it said in so many different ways. You would not walk into the gym and pick up the 100-pound weight to curl do a dumbbell curl you would start with the two and a half five pounds and work your way up in a way that doesn't hurt you so it's about easing yourself into some of these practices and uh, that's why i'm offering them to you so you can see what works what resonates for you and i didn't create these spiritual hacks they have been around some of them for thousands of years and there are many practitioners talking about them that's why i'm giving you the source. Affirmations, I learned from Louise Hay. Meditation, I learned a lot from Ben Decker. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. that was important for me to share is uh, a text that I love, A Course in Miracles. I was introduced to A Course in Miracles five years ago when I came out to Los Angeles and was able to sit and listen, see Marianne Williamson in person talk about A Course in Miracles so eloquently. She's been a student of the Course in Miracles for over 30 years and lecturing about it. And it's a book, it's a spiritual book that's talking about dismantling our thoughts and and moving from a, th- a thought system based in fear to a thought system based upon love in every aspect of our lives and work and our personal lives and business. When it comes to government politics, she's running for U.S. president right now. I support her in that. It's about really dismantling. In the first half of a course in miracles, it's 365 lessons, one for each day of the year. The first half is about dismantling our thoughts, like unlearning what we've learned. And the second half of A Course in Miracles is about relearning a new thought system based upon love. And uh, every morning, I, I spend just a few moments, I'll take out A Course in Miracles and open it up, ask to read what I need to read for the day. And it's always so reassuring. Like today, the lesson had to do with our one function is to be happy that God would have us be happy. And the book, it talks about God, it talks about spirit. It's not speaking to any one religion or any at all. It's really about you and you kind of like layering upon it what you believe uh, about spirituality. And so I really like, you know, hearing that our function is to be happy. And another one I really like is let me recognize this problem has been solved. And whenever in the day, a problem comes up. You think something like, oh, I have to deal with that. You just bring up kind of that mantra. Let me recognize this problem has been solved. And so once you start to really get these statements in you, the lessons in you, like I'll have something present, a Course in Miracles lesson pops up and it helps just self-soothe me so I can actually address what needs to be addressed at hand without being negative or critical or worried or fear-based. I actually can, can download and connect with, what do I need to do? What do I need to say? And even in A Course in Miracles, one of the most beautiful things it talks about is every day asking, where do I need to go? Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on this right now. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And just being open to be led every day just you know you meet people all the time if you're out and about running errands just to be open to those connections and people that might become a friend you didn't have before so A Course in Miracles for me is a powerful tool to shift my thoughts my consciousness my way of living and to trust life more if you've had a background where there's been abuse trauma disappointment I grew up with those things, I didn't believe that somebody had my back because that wasn't my experience. So for me, it's been a lot of unlearning fear and scarcity and lack and trusting that life does support me. Life does have my back. And, um, of course in miracles has been a beautiful way for me to over time, trust, trust that presence again around us. Okay, I'm going to pause to do a commercial break and, and come back. Hang with me. Enjoy. Do you want to help yourself and friends find a purpose in life? Then you are in the right place and be a part of the crowdfunding campaign of Patreon.com forward slash All Things Therapy. With Lisa Tahir as she initiates a one-on interaction with inspiring authors, healing experts, and spiritual directors. Join the League of Heroes of this generation by contributing your quota between a dollar up to $100 per month at P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward. Make the world a better place for everyone. Hello and welcome back. I am with you today on my own talking about my spiritual hack series that you can find on my Instagram at NOLA therapy. It's a video series I have begun that I'm putting almost one out a day, three to five minute videos on tips, techniques, authors, practices, That I use in my everyday life and have, and where you can go find those resources to use them in your life if they speak to you as loudly as they have to me. I wanna give a shout out to my sponsor, BetterHelp. They are an online based counseling service, they are secure, HIPAA compliant, they are convenient, and you have access to over 3,000 licensed therapists it's better help is available wor- worldwide if you're not happy with the counselor you're working with for any reason you can request to work with a new practitioner at any time BetterHelp is available on desktop mobile web android and ios apps you schedule video and phone sessions weekly if you'd like to it is not a crisis line but it's an ongoing service just like you would meet with me but you do it Exclusively online as opposed to in person. They offer financial aid to those who qualify. And as my listener, they are giving you a 10% discount for your first month to try them out. Learn more about this opportunity by going to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. Okay spiritual hacks we are on number nine of 18 that i have developed so far and this has has to do with this kind of a fun one using a card deck you know you hear about tarot cards oracle cards there's so many it can be overwhelming i found these really cool and pretty kind of nature cards they have pictures of nature and then i got law of attraction cards from abraham hicks that I also utilize from time to time. Some people pull a card every morning or they'll do a three card reading representing past, present, and future. You might wanna ask about the relationship you're in or the person you're interested in or you know something going on at work and pull three cards representing the past, present, and future. There's so many ways to use cards. I think they're just kind of a fun, feel good um, you know, way to just kind of check in and see where you're at. And you can go to amazon.com. To Google card decks, you can go to certain bookstores to find them. That's just kind of a fun spiritual hack to play with that I wanted to throw into this series. Spiritual hack number 10 is really important. I stress the importance of having a morning routine. And y'all, for me, sometimes it's four minutes, it's doing that four minute honest guys meditation through YouTube. If I've woken up late, or feel in a rush, just a four minute audio that I close my eyes and listen to and just like, okay, like I've taken that time out for myself, or I'll grab a course in miracles and take just a couple of minutes to ask to to read something of meaning and just open it up and take a few moments as I sip my coffee to just read, you know, this affirmative, these affirmative statements of, of who we really are beyond the here and now, our job function, our body type. Um, the money we make, you know, it's really getting to the source of of who we are spiritually and energetically. And then I'll just send love through my day. I send love to every person I know, to every person I don't know, to every person I'll meet, send some loving kindness to, to just this world. So make your morning routine. It can be pulling cards from your card deck, setting an intention. So just have a morning routine, make that on your list to implement and get up just a bit early. You owe it to yourself. You deserve to get up and not just rush out of bed, jumping on emails, jumping on Facebook. I like to at least do one little practice before I open my email or my Instagram because I just want to have that first moment of the day for me, like just for me. And just with like, you know, there are forces here that are funding me that are loving me that are supporting me they care about everybody i care about and i just bless them and myself and then i'll open my email and get to the busyness of the day so i encourage you to really utilize the spiritual hack of a morning routine and see how it changes your life spiritual hack number 11 has to do with the powerful process of segment intending i learned this from abraham hicks And Gabby Bernstein talks about it in her newest book, Super Attractor. So segment intending is a process of setting intentions throughout your day as you move into a new segment of your day. And it's just a mindfulness practice as you get in your car to drive to work. I intend to arrive safely. As your kids go off to school, I intend my kids to have a great day and be safe and come home to me happy safe sound you just intend segments of your day and and kind of energize them with an intention and it helps you move into that next place in your day that next moment with just some more presence because you're pre-paving the way into that next moment and this one for me took a lot of work actually I've been resisting segment intending for probably a year it just felt like too much mental work and lately the more I learn and have started to really formalize these spiritual hacks and use them from day-to-day segment intending has caused some amazing things to unfold for me with uh, resources financial resources coming my way opportunities that bring me the financial resources with paid advertising on my on my on this podcast I intend to have paid advertisers and then I'll open my email and I'll have a paid advertiser that's wanting me to do a commercial on this show for them and pay me for it so it can be as specific as you want or as general as you want it's just having a good day and and the person you love having that good day also so segment intending you can learn more by abraham hicks and gabby bernstein's book super attractor her super attractor book is all about abraham hicks processes and breaking them down in in some more manageable steps for you to use and learn from that one book it's, it's a great book um spiritual hack number 12 what is mindfulness so these i haven't rolled out yet these are videos yet to be released i'm going to be featuring my friend and mentor aura nadrich again her second book has to do with living mindfully she's a mindfulness expert so i'm going to cite some excerpts from her book and mindfulness is simply living in this moment having present moment awareness without judgment of ourself Just being here, me as I am, looking like I am, feeling like I am, not judging myself that I didn't put on makeup, that I came from the gym. I'm here and I am happy to be here. And it's about really accepting yourself in this moment with whatever you're feeling and thinking and letting that unfold moment by moment by moment in your day. Spiritual hack number 13, what is consciousness? And I refer to Michael Beckwith, Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith of Agape Spiritual Center has books out about consciousness. What is consciousness? I'll be talking about consciousness. For me, it has to do with um, awareness. Consciousness is awareness. Being aware of our interconnectedness, of our interrelatedness, of our being more alike than different, regardless of how we look. Um where we're from, what our race, gender, ethnicity happens to be, conscious consciousness. So I'll be talking about that, sourcing Michael Beckwith. Spiritual hack number 14, what is divination? You know, you hear about divination and metaphysics. And instead of divining things or like fortune telling, you know, I believe we create our lives based on what we think and what we intend. So I prefer to live from a place of creating my own outcomes through segment intention, through setting intentions, through being in alignment, through living according to the values important to me. And then associating with people as well that that share some of my same, you know, uh, values in life. And so I'll be talking about that. Divination versus, you know, trying to figure out what is my future. Shifting from that to let's create our future. Like let's make this shit happen. Let's like create what we want to live through the movies, the pictures we're seeing in our minds and letting all of those movies, pictures, images, and words really support us. Spiritual hack number 15, the value of mentorship. Mentorship is something I have always had in my life since... Since I went to grad school at Tulane and graduated in 1998, I had a professor, Dr. Robin Benton, who was such a mentor. She she is a wise, brilliant therapist. I wanted to grow up and be like her. We're still friends and uh, just aligning with somebody that has achieved kind of where you see yourself being and kind of picking their brain and and really just learning what they did to become who they are, it's really important to have mentors, to read their books, listen to their podcasts, go to their blogs, go to their Instagram, go to their Facebook. And like, I have mentors, Ora Nadrich, Marianne Williamson, Catherine Woodward Thomas, um, Dr. Judith Orloff, Ben Decker, and I'm also friends with many, most of these individuals. So, you know, and of course, Tony Robbins, who offers so much value and content. So go find mentors that you can read what they write about and offer and like make this your own. Embrace what they teach and make it your own. Personalize it. The value of mentorship, a really important spiritual hack. Spiritual hack number 16, the powerful process of self-forgiveness. Oh, that's the topic of my book coming out in 2020, The Psychoastrology of Chiron healing our core wounds through empathy and self-forgiveness. We harbor so many resentments against ourselves. There are layers and layers of judgments that we hold against ourselves. I think especially as women, having such high expectations to beat everything, to everyone, often at the expense of our own needs, and going through the layers of self-forgiveness, I forgive myself for there's so many things. I'm going to walk us through a process of just understanding, having awareness of the layers of things to forgive ourselves for so that we can be more at peace with us. Spiritual hack number 17, the powerful process of forgiving others. I talk about that in my book coming out in 2020 as well, that once we're able to forgive ourselves more deeply, we can extend that towards others more easily. When we start to see them as that wounded child, as our parents, even in situations where there's been abuse, once you fully go through your own healing process, or I would say simultaneously, it's different for everyone, it it helped me to see my parents and some of the things they endured that were really horrific, and of course they couldn't develop the kind of empathy needed to attune to me and it doesn't mean that makes it okay but I'm, I'm able to forgive them for just being the human beings that they were in that moment and that frees me so the process of forgiving others can really free you to not attach that old story of lack and not enough and the anger and resentment it allows you to really let it go so that you can embrace your well-being and your happiness and your new story of who you are today now what you're able to access and create for yourself not not feeling victimized anymore becoming empowered by understanding how the things you went through can actually help you lead can help you offer value and meaning to others through what you choose to give and do as a result spiritual hack number 18 will be about Um, oh gosh okay time and age like chronological time which is man-made everything is happening simultaneously past present and future there is no defining lines we just have to mark time because we're in this three-dimensional reality and time versus age chronological age versus our energetic age like I'm 48 chronologically that age doesn't even feel right for me I I feel so much younger and yet I love the wisdom that I'm gaining and learning because I've lived more of life, that there are things I don't do now that I did do as a younger person. There are things I do now that I didn't do because I wasn't courageous enough as a younger person. So kind of teasing out time, age, how we can really um, grow gracefully and embrace all of this, you know, the aging process, staying healthy mentally, physically, working out is such a huge part of my life. It's something I do six days a week in different functions and different forms and I asking my body every day what do you want today do you want to do yoga do you want to lift weights if so which ones what body part do you want to work so really tuning in to what you need drinking lots of water and uh, just food nutrition total like approaching time and age from a health and well-being perspective and little tweaks and tips there Spiritual hack number 19 is going to be a video about kind of putting all this together, living your life from inspiration, fueled by the vision that you have for it. And the questions I want you to ask yourself around this spiritual hack, what would you do if money wasn't an issue, if your geography wasn't an issue, if your age wasn't an issue, if your children, partner, if all of these things that we think limit us, if they were not present, what would you wanna wake up and do every day? And really get clear about imagining that and then identify little baby steps that you can start living into that reality every day. It might be through supporting someone that's doing that through their crowdfunding campaign. It might be starting your own. But like that's for you to answer. My question to you is what would you do if you didn't, if you woke up and everything was like exactly how you wished it to be, what would that look like? and to get clear about that. Spiritual hack number 20 that just came to me actually as I've been talking today, I discussed earlier a morning routine. This spiritual hack will center around an evening, I'm writing it down, bedtime routine. I like to read before bed. It helps me fall asleep. So just read a little excerpt, whatever you enjoy reading. And uh, instead of TV, for example, so you start to quiet your mind, still your mind. I set an intention to go to bed and if I remember my dreams, let them be inspiring, let them show, illuminate something for me to implement and do, just something awesome. And I intend to wake up feeling refreshed and have the best day of my life tomorrow. I say shit like that in my head and it's it's actually working. So with that, I wanna end my show today, Spiritual Hacks. Go find them unfolding each day or so on my Instagram at Nola Therapy, Please follow me there. I want to build that network and reach so that I can bring you content that you can apply and make your own and give you the resources where I have sourced them from. And I'd like to hear about your spiritual hacks as well. I hope you have an awesome freaking day, all of my love, and I'll be back next week. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir only.